Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hi there, listeners and watchers. Welcome back to the podcast. It's good to see you. It's good to see me, I've heard. (laughs) And seen. So um, this episode is about body dysmorphia, but we turn it on its head slightly and we're talking about instead of how I was trying to put on weight and put on muscle, I was trying to lose fat and get lean and trying to meet unrealistic body standards and different tools and habits I used to um, reach those goals, which weren't healthy and led to some quite unsavory uh, situations. We also ramble on at the beginning about just general housekeepings and such and the new stickers we got, business cards. It's a good episode. I hope you learn from it. And please, if you do experience any of these similar situations or thoughts or feelings, please come to me and I'll help you via the email rory at healthimtrues.com or the socials. This podcast is brought to you by Viva Life. Please follow our affiliate link in the bio. Have a little browse. Use the code HHT10 for 10% off. There really is nothing better. And please like subscribe rate us on apple pods we got like five extra reviews recently and it really does help it puts us in the charts so please like share show it to your friends show it to your family (laughs) all right love you lots everyone enjoy the episode Truths. I'm your host, Rory Sanders. First of his name. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I'm joined by Meg Mary Emma Sanders. Oh, you had to say all my names. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm Rory Benjamin Nash Sanders. Yeah, but your names are really cool. Yours Nash. are good. Yeah, no, I do like mine. I used to name all of my um, old dolls Mary Emma. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, it's so cool. Same names. That's so... Um, Narcissistic. It is narcissistic. <laughs> welcome back. So I'm welcome back to Pip as well. Lying here like a good boy. We have some good news. If anyone can see this here. <laughs> Which I don't think they can. No one can see it, but I've been told you can't see it. But we've got if you're watching this anyway, we now have business cards. And they are beautiful. They are really nice. What I'll do is I'll take a picture and I'll put it over. Yeah. But I'm still going to show it. So on the front, we've got the old thumbnail. And on the back, it says your new favourite podcast. And it has a QR code. And then it also says health, wellness and silliness. Love it. I mean, this... Yeah, they're business, okay? So you're not meant to see them. (laughs) (laughs) And we've also got stickers. Which look really nice and shiny, actually. They're so shiny. They are circles. It looks like they're squares. They're circles. 
So you'll be seeing these around somewhere, perhaps. <laughs> yeah, we realised we should have probably put the QR code onto the stickers. I didn't think it would fit. We'll do that next time. Next time. There's always a next time. That's one of our... That's how we're going to spread the word. Go old-fashioned. With uh, guerrilla marketing. <laughs> so, that, you know, that's really fun as well. I'm looking forward to give, dishing them out. <laughs> Dashing them out to everyone. Yeah. Well, you're going up to Scotland, aren't you? So, spread the word up going there. Going up to Scotland. In the beautiful the highlands. highlands. Going up to camp for a while, see what I can come up with in Scotland, although I probably won't use my phone a lot, so... You'd be scrabbling around like Gollum up there. <laughs> <laughs> Back to my roots. <laughs> that was really scary. <laughs> uh, I probably will be off the grid somewhat for a while, but I want to still record some little... I'm going with Charles, everyone. <laughs> everyone! <laughs> so that should be fun. It will Going be camping, fun. going up to see the fan briefly as well, I'm going to give them some stickers. They don't know it yet. Got no idea. <laughs> and yeah, it'll be like a little treat to mm-hmm. the nature's. Much needed, I think. How are you, Meg? How am I? Good. Hay fever is. Hay fever is really. Killing me. It's punching me. Knocking you out. It's got you on the ropes, hay fever, isn't it? Yeah, fully on the ropes. <laughs> You're trying to dodge the punches, but it keeps getting you. I don't know what it is, but then apparently everyone's got it's really, really hot bad. At the minute, I've heard. Yeah, I'm hoping the rain kind of makes it a bit Settles better. It down. Gets. But then mum said that rain kicks up pollen, so then I guess I guess I'm just uh, screwed. <laughs> Rest in peace, Meg. Yeah. So I might you might just hear me sniffling in the background for this one. I can't help it. I've taken I almost overdosing on Benadryl at this point. You know that will make you groggy when you wake up in the morning. Yeah. That's a side effect. I was very groggy this morning. <laughs> I guess you got to pick your battles, really. Yeah. Does it work, the Benadryl? Yeah, it does, because it actually alleviates a lot of the... Because it's quite painful. It's like the back of your mouth, top of your mouth, pains. And I just get a couple nose. dribbles from the... Oh, you got, you got nothing. And sometimes a little bit itchy. A little <laughs> bit itchy. A little bit itch. Hay fever is an affliction, and it ruins summer sometimes for me. I still go out on it, though. I basically the other day I picked up a whole armful of hay to feed the rabbits. Don't help yourself, Meg. And uh, I uh, then touched my eyes when I went back inside, and they swelled up. You don't help yourself, do you? No, I don't. But it was quite funny. I looked like uh, Rocky. Rocky, yeah. <laughs> Julian, Julian came in to see me, and he had such a look of sadness on his face for me, like proper, like oh. Did you take you... a picture? No, I'm not going to take a picture of that. Oh, we'll put it up here. I haven't got a picture. Meg, put it up here. <laughs> <laughs> put it right here. Ding. I'll put a picture of you. Uh, actually, you can put a picture of me with a dodgy eye. Have you done that already? No. Have we spoken about your dodgy eye? Okay, this is... <laughs> when was this? September? It's when we moved. August. Yeah. Last year. Around the time of us moving, probably a couple of weeks, two weeks before it. Uh, it was in the night times. It was, must have been like ten thirty, eleven. Mm-hmm. I was going to bed and I scratched had an irritation, man. And I scratched it. You just then, rubbed it right in. You know when you keep waking up. I got up. I turned all the lights. And I was like, "What is in there?" I'm gonna try and get it out. I did it again. I was like, "What is in here?" <laughs> Looking in it, all the lights on. 
Which I don't like to do at night time, especially when it's bright no, lights. It can freak you out. It can freak you out. Not freak me out. I just like to wind down. Yeah. Okay, maybe just lights scare me. Anyway, <laughs> I wake up the next day. It's red and doesn't look nice. It's yeah. Not very good. There's something wrong with your eye. And then I said, I'll leave it a week and I'll do something then. See Stoicism. If I recover. <laughs> see if I recover. <laughs> By happen chance, if I get better. It just kept I didn't. getting worse. We went to a pharmacy. We I did. Said, you got anything for this? <laughs> Give you some, you gave me some like ointment. Drops, yeah. <laughs> uh, eye wash and some drops and ointment. Ointment. And then we moved. We moved here. We actually went down to Sussex, but then we moved here. Yeah. Actually, no, I went back. I went to Kingston Hospital. Oh, yeah. They put some stuff on there, like, you've got a corneal abrasion on your left eye. <laughs> and I was like, oh. Basically, you scratched a little rock right into your eye. Well, no, I, yeah, I, a little black bit did come out, sorry to go back. <laughs> the, the first day, I found a little black bit in the core of my eye. That was just going around. Bit of gravel. All night. <laughs> <laughs> During my REM sleep. And then, came to Bristol... And it, day and it was so much worse. And it was just... Like, I'd put up the funniest pictures because they're quite good. Actually. Oh, do you want to put a selection of pictures as we go? Ding, ding, ding. Um, And then we were moving. But it was moving day. It was quite fun. But I was... It everyone was, was like, everyone kept saying... the eye was more uncomfortable. Everyone was like, what's wrong with Rory's eye? <laughs> <laughs> it was all quite... You can laugh at it now. It's funny. I just was like, come on, recover. Basically, Went got- to Bristol Eye Hospital... They gave me some good stuff. They looked after me, made me nice again. Wow. But it did spread to the other <laughs> it eye. It spread to the other eye. It got infected because it was an it, open wound. It got conjunctivitis. You got conjunctivitis. And so eventually coming, moving to Bristol and then going to their, the Bristol Eye Hospital which was brilliant. They're so all uh, Bristol is really good hospitals. That's yeah. what I noticed. All really close to each other. The BRI as well. Yeah. And so that really um, sorted me right out. And <laughs> I, I feel so grateful to to have night like healthy eyes. Well, if anyone's listening, if you ever have a problem with your eyes, don't wait three weeks. Get it checked out immediately. Yeah. Otherwise, you'll get conjunctivitis and it'll spread to your, your other eye. <laughs> yeah, I've made mistakes. We were going to say, you should probably see someone about that. And you're like, well, I went to Kingston Hospital. Yeah. And they gave me some ointments and such. Didn't work. No, didn't work. <laughs> didn't work. And so, yeah, and it's. I feel grateful and I feel very. I do feel for people who have eye issues. Yeah. I'll tell you what, these lights... good thing about these lights is that they'll give you vitamin D, you haven't seen them, but our lighting <laughs> system is actually two daylight lamps. Because uh, we are... They're for seasonal affective disorder. The way we're doing this podcast is so funny. So we've started off with using... Um, we were using the piano as a tripod. Yeah. So we were putting the camera on there. And then we moved to the ladder... We were using a ladder. We were using the ladder and we were here. When we were um, using the piano, we were over the other side of the yeah, wall. Yeah, yeah, we were back there. Um, but we eventually are able to pay for the it's tripod. It's like one of those games where you're like, you upgrade one exactly. thing at a time. So hopefully, eventually, we'll be able to upgrade to better hopefully lights. Hopefully, eventually. <laughs> <laughs> That's our catchphrase. Hopefully, hopefully eventually. <laughs> um, Put it up, Meg. Ding. 
and then Jules can do another thing. Hopefully, eventually. <laughs> you give me so much work. And uh, well, I'm gonna be away. You have nothing to do. Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but hopefully, eventually. <laughs> no, uh, we'll have we will better light soon. Yeah. Buy it, get a light, a lamp. But this new tripod we got, it's the tits. I, I love it. It's really nice. Don't look at it like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Don't look at my tripod like that. So we get nervous. But yeah, so we, that's what we're using for lighting. If anyone does have seasonal affective disorder, take vitamin D. Yes. Or use lamps as well. Mm-hmm. But we just had quite a nice bout of sunshine. So Such a nice bout of sunshine. Quite upset it's gone again, but... It'll come back. This is the thing. You've got to let this these things happen and not hold on to them. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's um, we need it. But also, if you're if you're gonna get vitamin D, buy it from Vivo Life. Use yeah, the shout KHHC out Vivo Life. Because it's in drops, drops form, so you can plop it in your mouth, swallow it down. <laughs> <laughs> Pop it in your mouth, swallow it down. Another thing that okay recently that I've been up to is listening to Stress Less, Accomplish More. And what brought it to my eye, it was actually on two for one on Audible because I wanted to get another one. If you go on, it's like books in your wish list that are on the two for one. Uh, oh, what's, I got this one, then I'm looking around and the one of the, the foreword was by Andrew Huberman, who's a neuroscientist that's like blown up recently and not blown up, but he's been doing all the podcasts. He's got his own podcast. He's brilliant. So I was like, oh, interesting. I started listening to that book. She talks about different types of meditation for those who feel like they're a failure at it or can't do it or feel it's too much or they've recently let go of their routine because personally I have. Yeah, same. It's very inconsistent and it's been... I mean, there's one thing, a good thing coming out of your routine and developing a new one and having realisations is when you get too comfortable in a routine is not where you want to be, really. Anyway, she uses mantra meditation and mindfulness te- techniques such as simple breathing techniques. She calls it the 2X breathing. 2X breath. You're looking water. for your water. <laughs> I can't reach it. We'll do it at the next break. Yeah. You inhale for two seconds, exhale for four out your mouth, and maybe you do several rounds of that and then build it up to three second inhalation, six out the mouth, and so on to eight, uh, four and eight. <clears throat> and then the meditation. The mantra is in- internally repeated for about 10, 15 minutes or so. But yeah, she's sold it to me, her whole technique. Yeah, you. You've been I'm really enjoying the book, that. but you take little bits from everyone, I guess. So, little bits. Little bits. So it's very attractive to me. I've been listening to that. It's really good. And I've been watching Downton Abbey. Yeah, you got me on that as well. <laughs> me and Jules. It's really good. I love all the period pieces. Yeah, we worked our way up. We went to like the 1100s to start with, uh, Pillars of the Earth. If anyone's not seen it, watch it. It's really good. <laughs> well, really, we we have watched Pride and Prejudice. So our mum loves 
like Jane Austen, Jane Eyre and whatnot. She's constantly walking around with the audiobook of <laughs> any uh, Jane Austen book. And, uh, That's what she should do on Mastermind. Yeah, yesterday we were in the garden and it you can't get away from it when she's listening to it. And it felt like being waterboarded, but it's my ears with literature, with literature <laughs> rather than water in my mouth. And I dare say, Mr Darcy, <laughs> I must all, away. They all just take so long to say anything. I listen to my books on 1.2 speed. So it's faster. <laughs> it's fast enough and it's not too fast. It's 1.2 times more efficient. <laughs> I'm, I've got dry mouth, Meg. At the next break, I will take a sip of, of waters. But yeah, 1.25 speed, you get more done. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're literally like, oh, hurry up. Oh, that's the default setting I have now. So That's what you think when you listen to an audiobook. Oh, hurry no, up. No, I just want to get it in quicker. Yeah, Get I it understand. in. Get it in, get it quick. Not the bad idea. No. Yeah, you walk around with one airport in, it's so funny. <laughs> I do wear both a lot of times, so I can mm. use the buttons. Oh, yesterday Pippin met a frog. He did meet a frog. We were sunbathing outside, uh, and Pippin all of a sudden runs over to um, the just below the banks, near the, near the steps outside. And I was like, oh, what's he doing? And all of a sudden, like, he kept jumping back, and then, and then encroaching, and then jumping back. And I was like, he's found something. I go down there, a tiny little beautiful green frog. That was obviously traumatised. beautiful. Pippin wasn't hurting him. It was beautiful. He was just trying to smell him real close. <laughs> uh, so then we made a nice little pond type thing for him in like a paint tray with a rock in it. It was nice. And he did eventually go over to it, which just uh, fills me full of happiness and love. Very nice. And with that note, onto today's topic of conversation, which is body dysmorphia once again. Body just morphed too this time. It's personal. Oh, I think this time it's sad. This time it's sad. <laughs> well, no, I think it's probably sadder before. Body just morphed one was definitely sadder. All of it's sad. I just, it makes me sad. No, nah, I think it's all lessons learned and growth. I know, but when you think of like your younger self who used to beat themselves up for how they thought they looked, but they didn't actually look, it's just. It's an ongoing battle. So, as I've already said, without further ado, off to a body was from off year two. Oh, little rhyme. I guess this begins at the last one, the end of the last body was from off year. <laughs> <laughs> there was a point in in time where I was drinking, I don't, I don't know for how long, but I was drinking like three masculine shakes a day just to like stay at that certain weight, mm-hmm. which is the heaviest I got to, but it wasn't sustainable. And I was big. Like naturally, I've got a fast metabolism, so I just stopped having those three. And I lost, like, 15 kilos pretty quickly. Jesus. Or maybe it was probably, like, 10 to 15. You lost a lot. In a few, over a few months. And then that, and then thus began trying to get much leaner. And... Um, that's that's what my obsession became at that point. You switched. Yeah. You went the exact other way. I liken it to a pendulum swing. <laughs> that's what I've been doing so far. Oh, too far. Too far. You do deal in absolutes Try like a, a Sith. In the middle. <laughs> you know, in uh, Star Wars, when he's like, only a Sith deals in absolutes. Did you call him a Sith? No. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> no, I'm not. Are they the good one? No. That's a... Death cool... Uh... Ultimate power. Oh, yeah, well, that sounds pretty good. Ultimate power? Yeah. But you're quite right, they go all or nothing. Mm-hmm. And so, at this point, I was pretty, it was pretty wholesome just trying to get lean. I cut out the mash again and shake, so it was a, or a bit of a healthier choice. And then... I was more focused on becoming leaner, mm. which is good because I was holding weight that wasn't really um, <laughs> wasn't really sustainable. No, clearly because it all fell off. <laughs> well, no, it was obviously a lot of water as well. Yeah, and that was from like a hundred and three or so. Damn. But yeah, any, anywho, and then it became. Because I thought this was a good time to do it, and you've mentioned this, where it's coming up to summer, and people want to, you know, prepare themselves for summer and get the beach, beach body bars. and and whatnot. Which infuriates me. <laughs> well, no, that it should infuriate you, someone wanting to, um, in a way, better themselves. Because if you you treat yourself well, it's if you do it healthily. But it's but not always better. No, I know, I know. It sometimes it's from an issue of insecurity or like anything. Yeah, to, yeah. But it's also from all the media we consume, constantly showing us that once we get this product or this outcome, then you'll then you're winning. Mm-hmm. It's through sales and marketing, isn't it? Really. Yeah. Once you look like this, or then you're good, or you have this product, then you'll be like that. Like you're constantly in a mind of scarcity or longing, feeling you're not good enough. So Constantly trying to make you think you're not good enough. And I just don't like that concept. That, that shouldn't is, be marketing. Yeah. But it is. is. You've just got to separate yourself from it. That's what meditation and mindfulness helps you. And mm-hmm. just not consuming that media. Anywho, so it's a good time to talk about this, I think. Anyone who's wanting to get leaner or... Yeah, once you get leaner and whatnot for summer or improve their physique for summer and then listen clear, there's healthy ways of doing it. And that is not starving yourself or, you know, um, becoming socially awkward or... Doing those fucking... Um, doing diet, slim fast diet, shakes yeah, or flip-flop diets. I mean, if you want... If you found a diet that's healthy and it works for you, then fine. But and if you're doing it just for that one outcome or that one summer, then fair enough. But sustainable, sustainable lifestyle choices are always a better option in the long run. Mm-hmm. Is the, the the fight between instant gratification and uh, a long term sustainability with your health and your your diet? Well, if you deprive yourself of something. You're gonna eventually want to go. That's like, the thing is, like, if you like it's going on a diet and the pendulum swings that way, and you you're eating like twelve hundred calories a day. At some point, if you do binge or at the end of the diet, then you exactly go straight back to where you were. Which is there's a constant fluctuation of your weight and your your nutrition and your energy. You demand. can find a happy medium. You like can. It, like, that's what I've done. You can. I think it's much better. Well, much healthier and sustainable to do it in a in this sort of way, mm-hmm. making the small changes and not going too extreme with it. Anywho, 
so the ways I started to do it, I I started tracking calories at a certain point, which isn't bad. It gave me a good basis to eat intuitively or to know how much something's worth and calories wise. But back when I was doing it, it was centered around the macronutrients <laughs> and sometimes eating like aiming for like 180 to 200 grams of protein per day mostly from probably mostly from animal sources as well mm -hmm. which is not ideal animal sources and protein shakes <laughs> <laughs> and just focusing on the macronutrients i don't think i was ever that bothered by carbohydrates or fats i was just like whatever i have whatever out of that <clears throat> I think calorie trackers are a slippery slope because um like Depends I downloaded on one but I, it was too much homework for me so I couldn't couldn't Depends keep up person. with it and I would go say I know about it I remember even I know this sounds dumb now I would make big salads back then which I got from Matt Ogus who's like an OG fitness YouTuber and he he taught me about eating for volume to fill yourself up and then you'll eat less so that's good for cutting in a way. Well, it's very good for cutting. And just, he would do it through big salads, which is good. Because a lot of whole foods, a lot of nutrition. And I would even start weighing out the leaves at a certain point. I was like, what? Oh, I realised, no. like, what? <laughs> just, I was so anal. I was like, I've got to get it all down. Because mm -hmm. then I think it's like a sort of a trait of OCD. Oh, just definitely. Just shining through I've got to get it all down and that's... I've got to know exactly how much. Yeah. Yeah. It's like in Skyrim. My favourite thing about Skyrim is that you can see the stats of everything you've done. So it would be like how many days you slept, how many days you were a werewolf, all of that. And I absolutely love how it. How many days you're a werewolf? Which is I've funny because I became a werewolf in that game without realising it. And then it wasn't until months later I went on the stats it was like days being a werewolf I was like, what then i tend to do stuff on that game and not realize what i've done i just i just like to go on the quest and get the loot this isn't a skyrim podcast don't worry it's not but i do love skyrim make love skyrim nice <laughs> anyway back to what i was saying but no basically my point being you love to see what you've done and like written in front of you how many times you've eaten this or how much calories you had in that day. Yeah. Like, it's nice to f see that. It was that. nice. And I, if I'm going to do something, I want to put it all in there and have have it as accurate as possible. And I can't remember, at a certain point, I was probably having, like, I can't remember. I actually had it all still on my fitness pal. Did you? Like, obviously, on and off using it for a certain time and my weight. That'd be quite interesting to read. I think I deleted off my phone, but I can get it back. <laughs> but I can get it back. So, yeah, I got pretty obsessed with my fitness power, and I've actually got mine up here. Um, I went on and off using it for a while. The calories that are on there right now were 2.2k, so 2,200. I know my basal metabolic rate is like 2.3 or, I don't know, around that somewhere. What does that mean? Uh, your BMR, so the amount of energy you need just to function, your organs to function. Oh, okay. Anything before movement, so you have to lie in bed all day. Anyway, so I can go and see my, the weights that I plugged in. 
starting September 2012, I was <laughs> 70 kilos. But I didn't use it again until January 2014, when I went up to 89. So it was about 20 kilos in two years. I was like beginner when you first start lifting, I guess. <laughs> And then 92 in 2015, and then 2016, a big jump up to 100 kilos. That's the time I was talking about. And then back down to 83, no, 88, sorry, in 2017. And then I did stop using it after a time. Last time I plugged in my weight was 2020 at some point. But I did. I stopped using the app many years ago. To like actually track, because I just had it in my head. I was like... But now I just, I don't pay attention to that at all, really. Mm-hmm. I don't eat for the macronutrients, I eat for nutrition. Which is something I never paid attention to on this. I'd look at it and be like, well, oh, very confusing that. <laughs> A lot of stuff going on now. <laughs> That's so funny. And then, obviously now I've completely changed my mindset with it, where I'm nutrition first, and macronutrients aren't even a worry. I'm looking for fibre looking for variety in my 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 uh, fruits and veg my whole grains nuts and seeds and so there were some unhealthy habits that came in that wasn't a particularly bad part of it but it was just obsessive it took up it was definitely obsessive yeah where it didn't need to and at a point where I was like really going for it trying to get lean I um you can add your steps in there. Can you? But it would take off. It would add in calories on your... So I took that off. I was like, I didn't want to see it. I didn't, I didn't want to add calories to my to my day. Right. And if I started using it... um, When I was using it again, a little bit looser. But I wasn't tra- weighing everything and tracking everything. I, uh, <laughs> I would overestimate whatever it was. So overestimate the calories that if I have it in my head, I'm at shoot higher and then that'll put me in more of a deficit right. in, in the calculations. So I always aim higher. And you should um, go on really long walks. Oh, I'd go on super long walks. Really yeah. long walks. Yeah. It got to a point when you'd be gone for hours. <laughs> a little um, adventure. wasn't exactly like... You didn't do it for the right reasons. Yeah, but I enjoyed those walks so good. Mm. Still enjoy it now. But yes, and um, yeah, it was back then. It was a lot more animal products and such. And then fast forwarding a bit into like when you're partying a bit more and you're in the summer times and you you're getting shredded. And I started. A f- I was doing a fitness Instagram as well. So for that, I wanted to be lean and tanned and. And I was still I was going out a, f- a fair bit. Yeah. And um, I would use... So whenever I'd start drinking, I didn't usually want to eat anything. Well, you wouldn't eat. I wouldn't. But I start drinking, it fills me up a bit. So I'd eat like a smoothie and whatever in the morning, like some oats or... I'd have like one sort of big-ish meal and then I'd go out, start drinking and then just wouldn't eat anything else mm-hmm. usually sometimes i would but usually wouldn't i would just uh and obviously you get more drunk and it's just not healthy or good <laughs> no, it, um, was quite, it was a big worry let's be honest 
Not for me. For everyone else, <laughs> everyone around you, because you, it was sort of like a binge drinking issue. It was binge drinking. You'd be yeah. so good for like weeks, and then you go out and get absolutely. That's like the all or nothing thing. All I'd be or very nothing. strict and then let loose. And I'd then, use that as a tool because you'd wake up the next day fucking shredded and yeah. dry. There's no water in you because of the diuretic effect. And I'd probably, probably been in a deficit because I didn't eat much the day before. So you'd wake up lean and work on the tan, get some tick pictures of me for the fitness Instagram. <laughs> that fitness Instagram went from sort of trying to help people or whatever, then just taking the piss and just um, taking the piss and as like an ego boost, I guess. Yeah. Well, I um I remember once there's one one time where you had gone out drinking. We were all at home, and I woke up at 5 a.m. I was like, something's wrong. Look at my phone, and there's like a million messages from you saying, can you let me in? And I then know. I didn't want to ring the doorbell, because I didn't want to wake anyone up. So I, I'm like, well, he's not in, because I check your room, you're not there. And I'm like, he's, he must be close, though. So I look outside, and you're not outside the front door, which is where I assumed you'd be. This was in summer, so it wasn't freezing out, but it was cold. It's still and, cold at night time. And then, because Dad never used to lock his car, I'm like, right, I'll check the car, open the car, there you are, passed out. <laughs> sitting, I think he was sitting up. Yeah. He was sitting up in the car. I think I was doing some snap Snapchat stories. And I had to try and get you into your room while you were, like, shark eye drunk. Because he was still very drunk. And sleepy. Drunk and drunk sleepy. sleepy yeah. Trying to get you to drink water. Uh, God, such a handful. You were a things. handful. It was like a big, sleepy, drunk toddler. <laughs> <laughs> get the get the sleepy toddler, the heavy sleepy toddler, into his bed. Yeah, because like sometimes if you get certain, certain like certain past a certain point of drunk, you can be quite com- confrontational, but in like a fun way. But also, I don't want to set you off, so you'd be like. Like, like the time in America. Oh, that was that was that was <laughs> a different time. You would say things, and I'd be like, "Should I address this?" And sometimes I wouldn't. Then you'd get mad at me. So talk to <laughs> me. Play with me now. Where were we just now? Uh, we're talking about when the times I've had to um deal with you. <laughs> Yeah, right, so it would be, um, yeah, if I'm in that cutting phase, it became so <laughs> probably obsessive again, or like I was meticulous with the tricksy little habits I had it to was, try and it was. lose the most amount of fat and undercut my calories the most, or put myself in the biggest deficit, which wasn't good, because obviously I'm not taking into account macronutrients, even though I was doing big salads back then still. Maybe explain macro, micro, micro, macronutrients, micro, fats, carbs, protein, and then macronutrients, obviously all your vitamins, minerals, um, phytonutrients, everything like that. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted you to clarify. It's what you need for optimal health. Essentially, if you're just taking into account macronutrients, which is big in fitness, the fitness industry, the fitness Instagram and everything, 
people look at oh high protein stuff is they think that's what they need. But you got to look at the micro as well. Well, no, and you just don't need as much protein as it's believed. Yeah. So I just wanted to clarify because yeah, I no, wasn't sure fine. what you meant. <laughs> because that yeah that's there's the whole diet if it fits your macros so you have your macros like the distribution of calories and then you just fit anything into that. Mm. <laughs> it doesn't matter what it is. It could be, you could fit a bag of sweets in there if you like. That's just some of your carbs. <laughs> yeah, it's, I don't know, it's genuinely what it's like. Mm. <laughs> Which never sort of sat right with me. I was like, why would you eat a bag of sweets? I guess some people really like them. So fair enough, no judgment. Little Meg used <laughs> to love like sweets. I just not into them. I used to go to Thought Park give and me get cookies. a bucket. Give me cookies, give me cake. Harry's magic cookies, I mean. the disappearing cookies. <laughs> um, and yeah, so I would use these sneaky little habits to uh, lose even more weight. And yeah, it wasn't the healthiest of times. I've done cuts since then where I got down probably the lightest and probably in the most healthy way. Well, there are healthier ways to without do it. Yeah, and I, I wasn't tracking or anything. I was just moving a lot more, and um, I went. Through, I go through periods of not drinking for many, many months. Like most of the quar- quarantine, I didn't drink at all. Yeah. Uh, it was only until I think New Year. Yeah, New well, Year's. we did a fun New Year's. We but all yeah. needed it after the flood. <laughs> we did a um, a role play murder mystery night. It's interesting. And then Harry and I did the food. It was really nice. Yeah. But also, we were all still a little bit mentally not there. Yeah. Because it was, like, I think, three days after the flood. And we were all in squalor. Yeah. And Phil. And we were trying desperately to have good times, but... Mm. The focaccia was good times. We ate. We devoured a whole focaccia. I know, but... Like, it was so, so crispy good. on the bottom. And then so fluffy and... So soft. Light and soft. We got through a lot of balsamic as well, if I remember yeah. rightly. <laughs> yeah, we did. Um, and then we'll, we'll probably the crux of this whole podcast is a story. I think it was twenty nineteen, July. Was it twenty nineteen? At a pool party, yeah. <sighs> at a pool party, where I'd done the same thing. I remember even a Snapchat of me in that day, like I'm gonna get fucked tonight. Yeah. So. Yeah, this I is probably, this is probably the worst situation you put yourself in. I don't know if it's the worst one. It's not. You one don't know what them. I'm talking about right now. Oh, okay. I don't think you do. Anyway, <laughs> a pool party, and I remember I ate some food, but not much at all in the day. Because <laughs> I was in this mindset of like physique and cutting, cutting fat. I didn't care like what it would do to me. Went and was pre-drinking. I think I was drinking vodka. <laughs> and I was pretty bin before that. Got to the party. I think I completely sacked off the mixer. And I was just carrying around the bottle. Oh, Jesus. And I think I got to, like... I was like an energizer bunny until, like, 11, where I, like, passed out and just wouldn't wake up. I was just napping, really. I didn't think it was alcohol poisoning. I think it was... Oh, mi- this is the time I was talking about. Yeah, well, yeah, it was two years ago. Or longer. I think it was longer. Three years ago, actually. Yeah. No, no. 2018. Even I'm more. Pretty sure. I've got a picture. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll put it up. Less than four, more than three years ago. 
there's some several funny pictures from that. Yeah, and then I did end up getting taken to A and E just because they wanted to check me out. But yeah, it was just well, it's because no one, no one could wake, no one could wake you up. But no one can wake me up anyway. I know, but <laughs> when that, I'm sleeping, like that was pretty pretty bad situation. I remember there's a picture we we'll put up here as well of me in the bed that Dad took. Yeah, you made me laugh so much the morning. The, after the next that. day, you're full of beans. Yeah, full of beans. <laughs> I think Mum and Dad went somewhere for a while. Don't know where they went. You were just, you were outside. Oh, but I did have a really nice moment with Dan. Did you? Because when I came, finally came to, I started crying. We were holding hands and he started crying as well. We were just Aww. crying together. But he was so worried about you because it was him who called Dad. Yeah, I know. Um, and I'm grateful for that. But I was in that mindset. I was just like, just not even thinking. So mindless. So. And You were ripped the next day. Yeah. <laughs> Shredded. <laughs> I was taking pictures in the hospital gown, like how audacious. I have a pit, and he kept singing little songs about jam. Yeah, I was saying, I think I was eating jam on toast, wasn't I? I, I think you were just talking about having a glass of jam. Oh, drink <laughs> You kept singing about, you're just a silly boy, he likes a nice glass of jam or something. <laughs> I'll put the picture up because I actually write your I quote. I was riffing. You yeah. wrote the quote down, didn't you? I wrote the quote down because you made me laugh so much. And yeah, you know, in your next day when you're. Just loosey goosey, hungover, a bit pissed. But I've been full, full of electrolytes, and I was hydrated <laughs> from the hospital, and um, just being a silly goose to Meg, showing off, really acting up. Mum and Dad come back. Dad's like, "Don't do that again." Yeah, Dad was upset, but of course he would be. Yeah, you would be having to go to the hospital at like midnight. But I've been, I've had a past of being very silly goose, rowdy, rowdy. But I was, yeah, I guess. Just not, um, I don't know, misguided. Yeah, you're not the only one though, because I think I it's a like lot. a Sanders sibling thing. Well, no, a lot, yeah, I guess it is. When a we lot start drinking, we don't want to stop. Yeah, whereas now I just, when I do, I'll enjoy it, but it's not. Well, you take more frequent. care of yourself. Yeah. I think that's what it's about. It's about not disregarding your own safety and health, which is exactly. what you were doing. Because you can have a good time and like, be silly and not put yourself at yeah, danger no, or risk. And so I that, think, that, you know. that was probably the, the, the biggest point. And then that was like a, a turning point, I it guess. It definitely was, yeah. Well, you, don't, you never wanted to have to go to hospital again. No. For drinking, because not the nicest situation. I don't think it was even that much, to be honest. Probably what? A whole bottle of vodka, I think. Yeah, but on an empty stomach, it is a lot. Yeah. Because at the moment, two glasses of wine and I'm sent. I can't. <laughs> See ya. That's because I don't really drink anymore. No, you you really cut cut down and not very frequent. In the summertime, more so probably. But yeah, like I said, quarantine. When I find an opportunity when I, it won't serve me to drink, then I I won't. And then taking breaks and doing like dry January or whatnot, or just taking time. Sober October, actively, time, actively yeah. not drinking for a period of time is quite good, I think, because then you're not so reliant on it, and you know, um, you have more control, and you it's more active because some people could be a slave to it, and it's a real disease, and um, the more you can do to put in place uh, the, the opportunities to not be reliant on it is good, mm. I think. Because I definitely relied on it too much at the beginning of quarantine. Social. I was dr- no, oh. I was drinking so much. I drink yeah. like a bottle of red wine by myself uh, every day. 
And that's probably why my acid reflux is so bad. Yeah, that exa- <laughs> that's exactly why. But I was miserable. As soon as I start feeling that, I'm just like, no more for me. I don't, yeah. I don't like it at all. No, I just, I just uh, felt so lost. But now, I don't really drink at all. Maybe one glass, two glasses. But I don't drink to get drunk. But that's what I used to do. Because I was so socially awkward. I was like, I'll just get a little bit drunk. Then I feel a bit chiller. Then I'm not so anxious about everything that's going on around me. It was the calming effect of... It's loosening like nice you up, lubricating mm-hmm. yourself. Yeah. I, so that, that, that's the biggest thing. If you're going to do it, do it healthy. Take a leaf out of my mistakes. <laughs> Don't do what Rory did. Yeah. There's such there's way more healthier ways to do it, and including more whole foods will, will help you. Improving your nutrition will help you. Talking to someone who knows, talking to a nutritionist or talking to... You. A health coach or a naturopath. Yeah, send me a message because I'll help you with it. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what you want to do. So anyone who's got any questions or queries or worries, just Come message. Rory <laughs> at Health Home Trues. Give them to me. Isn't it? Rory at Health Home com? No, I don't know. What, the email? Yeah. yeah. Rory, Rory at Health Home com. Or the Instagram. That's what I'm most active on. So that just about wraps up that cautionary tale. Don't and I hope drink a bottle of vodka on an empty stomach. I know. And but also if you're gonna cut and be lean, make sure you choose a healthy option that is sustainable for yourself. Be kind to yourself. And yeah, please learn from my mistakes. I'm still doing it too, so <laughs> and if you have any questions, like we said, please drop them. As always, this was recorded at the barn. Thank you, Meg. Thank you, Rory. For producing and editing and doing a lot more work than I do. (laughs) (laughs) For now. I've got a whole bunch for you to do. And thank you to Julian Kirk and Atlas Audio for all the audio engineering and the sound and the the transitions, the theme. Thank you to Harriet for the artwork, the, the graphic designs and such. Thank you, Rory. You've never said that before. Thank you, Al. I appreciate that. We haven't spoken in a while, have we? No, we haven't, actually. Okay, so as I lose my mind, this is the end of the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) You just start talking to yourself for another two hours. (laughs) Okay, and this podcast, of course, was brought to you by Viva Life, so please head over there. Mm -hmm. I've been trying the new Madagascan vanilla perform That's all the bells and good. whistles all the bells and whistles turmeric black pepper it's bcas it's uh, nice been putting in the oats what else the vitamins i take them every day omega freeze b12 vitamin d uh please go over there use the code hht10 and in our bios is our affiliate link if you could please click on that I think that's everything, so thank you and bye.